Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Pilot Season, the show where we talk about TV show pilots. And I am so glad to be here, joined by my wonderful co-host. And I'm going to start off, of course, ladies first, uh, all the way from uh, the DMV area. Actually, both are from the DMV area. Uh, we'll start off with uh, one and only Renee. How are you doing, Renee? I'm great. Um, can't wait for Golden Girls, one of my favorites. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Oh. <laughs> oh. And also joining us, uh, also from the DMV area, the V part, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have the one and only Tori Rush. How are you doing, Tori? I'm doing great. I can't wait to talk about the Golden Girls, too. Uh, this is such a great episode. <laughs> um just as a side note, um, you know, as the DMV area, yes, the V is the 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 least best part. Oh. Sorry, Virginia, <laughs> <laughs> it does suck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, also, <laughs> also joining us is the one and only Josh. How Not you doing, Josh? Josh? This time, that's that's amazing. <laughs> never, never last, man. Wait, does First that mean I'm art. not the best anymore? <laughs> hey, hey, you said you didn't want to be the closing act anymore. So, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, so many subtle messages that I need to read through. <laughs> but I'm glad you are here, Joshua. Me too. All right. And then, last but definitely not least, is the captain, Captain Olaf Barbosa. Hey, how's it going? It's been another great day in the wonderful state of Indiana. But um, a little side note here. It's like I'm, I've am i never watched the Golden Girls, so I don't know anything about Rose or Blanche. What? Or, <laughs> or, or, or uh, it's like, no, I know. <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite shows. I tell you, it's, it, it's uh, one of my favorites. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to get deep into Golden Girls. Um, so I think the way that I like to start off, and I, I'm screwing up already. Um, the way I like to start off is kind of give the landscape of what television was like when the, our, our show was on. So this, was, this show premiered in 1985. And um, so the shows that were on as well was uh, Growing Pains. You guys know that show, uh, two two seven. Uh, MacGyver was on. Uh, oh yeah. Um, uh, what's happening now? Mm. Uh, Spencer for hire. Uh, we also had uh, Thundercats was on. I remember oh, Thundercats. Thundercats. Oh. Thundercats. Ho. <laughs> Thundercats. Ho. Oh oh oh! oh I got my hose mixed up. <laughs> I got my hose mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the landscape of television around that time. Uh, and um, the show started September 14th, 1985. Uh, September 4th, 15th is my mom's birthday. So it was the day before my mom's birthday. Aww. And um, and uh, that show stars B. Arthur, uh, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and of course, Estelle Getty. Mm -hmm. are the stars of the show and it was created by susan harris now susan harris 
uh, was famous because before Golden Girls, she created a show called Soap. And I don't know if you remember the show Soap. It was a, a very good show. Billy Crystal was on this show, among other uh, actors as well. So that was like her her kind of, um, that was her first kind of coming out, uh, Susan Harris. And uh, so let's kind of, let's get into it. Um, let's just, we're all are aware of Golden Girls. I'm not going to go one by one, right? We all watch, watch mm -hmm. it, right? Right? Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I watched it. I watched it once. Just, no. Just, just. <laughs> I've seen this episode. <laughs> All right. Good one. Good one. Good one. All right. So That's true. So let's say now what I will go one by one is, and we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with you, Josh, because uh, you know mm -hmm. you don't uh, you don't uh, you always uh, say we we go to you last. Um, <laughs> Uh, how would you say how how much would you say you like the show? Is it it's okay? It's really good. It's you know the show time. as as a whole as a whole, yeah. Um. Well, I uh, I have seen this episode. <laughs> this was really? my this... first experience with the Golden Girls. Are you serious? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, you're. No. I thought you were joking. No, oh no, I was not joking at all. Oh my god! So oh, you're wow. a golden girl. You're a golden girl's virgin. We have wow. a virgin on the show. Yeah. Right? Oh, welcome. I guess you could say that. You know what? I need a. I need like a graphic to show up when someone's like a virgin. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and like and, and, and like a uh, like alarm bells going off and Arrow, arrows virgin in the house. Virgin in the house. Oh wow! Okay. Oh my god! All right, so this is gonna be interesting to then uh, to hear what you you thought. So we'll, we'll come back to you. Okay. Uh, now, what about you, Olaf? Um, um, were you? How, how much would you say you like this show? Oh, that's like I said, it of the shows I watched back in that. It's like when that came out. It's, I loved that because the comedy and everything. Just how mm -hmm. the, I mean, it's like Betty White's character. You know. Was just <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, she was such a clueless, and she yeah. played it so well. And they all played off of each other so well. I just, mm -hmm. I, you know, I just love the show. I mean, and, and all the characters, Sophia, and all them. It's like they they just work completely well, very well together. It was just an awesome show. Yeah. Did I say that? Did I say that I liked it or not? I can't remember. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And what about you, Tori? <laughs> well, okay, I am a big fan and I have been a big fan since I was little, actually. Like, whenever it was really on TV, that's how old I am. Anyway, so I love the characters. Um, I identify with all of them at some point in my life. Um, <laughs> let's see. I think it's great that um, they have each other to lean on because whenever you get older, you lose friends. You don't really gain yeah. friends, you know? So that's pretty cool that they they are living life with each other because they, they if, if not, they'd be by themselves and it wouldn't have been the Golden Girls. So, yeah. Aw. And, <laughs> and what about you, uh, Renee? Um, I love, love, love this show. Like, scale of one to ten, it's a thousand trillion percent. So one of my favorites and so funny and I can watch every episode a hundred times and you know I still laugh and crack up but yeah. 
I, re- I remember one year it said it was the number one show in prisons, male prisons, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which, which was kind of interesting, that, you know? So, um, okay. So let's get, let's kind of get into the show. Um, now I have a little information about the show. Um, the uh, Blanche character that's played by Rue McClanahan. Mm-hmm. Initially, when they were casting the show, they wanted Betty White to play Blanche. And they wanted Rue McClanahan to play um, uh, Rose. And, uh, and what happened was uh, Rue McClanahan felt like she would be a better uh, Blanche than, mm-hmm. um, than uh, Rose. So they allowed her a chance to do it, and they actually switched it around. And <clears throat> Betty White was actually disappointed because she was looking forward to playing the Blanche mm-hmm. character because mm-hmm. it was it was something very different than what she had uh, done yeah. before. But as we, they had we know now that right. yeah, yeah they did it right. They did it yeah. right. It, it's like you can't even picture Betty White no playing <laughs> that character, and definitely you don't picture. I mean, they're they're great actresses, but. You know, it's just they're so their characters. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to even fathom. But um, but uh, so that was a, a little uh, a little note about that. Um, okay, so now what was interesting about this episode? I I know I must have seen this pilot uh, before. Mm-hmm. Um, I must have seen the pilot before, but I didn't remember it. Uh, I didn't realize. Did you guys realize that uh, they lived in Blanche's house? Yes, mm-hmm. I did. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't remember yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't no. remember that. I was like, I, I, I thought it was their all three of their homes. I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, okay. specifically. At least I didn't remember that it was their. No, their I home. was like, I, I, I knew that it was Blanche's house. Yeah. Yeah, but it seemed yeah. like as the show went on, where her room was, like from the pilot, it switched like to the other side of the house. Right. Her, well, yeah. So, because that was like the lanai or whatever they called it when they went that way. Let me say it that way. Right. And I didn't. And I didn't realize how in the, when the show started out, mm-hmm. how um, little they really knew each other. They hadn't been mm-hmm. together that long. I don't know. In my mind, I thought they were like old friends, but um, you know, because it's I been a while too. since I've seen. Yeah. It. Yeah. So that was interesting too to see. Oh, okay. They, they set it up. Like this, this is kind of new, and then also uh, we got to talk about there was a uh, a fifth golden girl in this episode, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, the, they had the gay uh, what the, was, what? the yeah. fancy man, the fancy man, the fancy man, like <laughs> which you know, which is funny though. Like, what would you? How would you describe? He's not a just a cook. He's like there. He's the butler. But I mean, yeah. a, a, but like he did everything basically. Yeah. Housekeeper and, he, and all that. So yeah. And he was <laughs> and he was on guard. Like he was on call like twenty four hours. Like it was the middle of the night, and he's like making, making food for them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like man, that I need fan- one of those. I need. Yeah. One. I know, man. I know that man was awesome. You know. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, I forgot about millions of dollars, and then we can have one like that, right? <laughs> yeah, like he must not have been on the show very long, because uh, I I don't really remember his character uh, much, but um, I thought that was funny, and some of the jokes that kind of 
mm-hmm. you know, aimed mm-hmm. at it. Um, Susan Harris was famous because uh, on the show Soap, mm-hmm. they had like the, 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 the Billy Crystal character was a gay, a gay character. And so she was always like on the forefront of, you know, having gay characters before. B. Arthur. B. Arthur Mm -hmm. actually starred in uh, a Broadway play and then it got made into a movie about Mm -hmm. lesbianism and and she was a real she was a real like forefront person, yeah, when it Mm. came to rights and stuff like that. Because I believe she was, right? Yeah, she was, yep. Yeah. So um all right, let's let's go into the characters. Um we'll start off with uh B. Arthur uh Dorothy. Uh, who is basically the lead of the show. She's billed mm-hmm. as the lead, even though it's an ensemble cast. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I will go to our virgin first. <laughs> okay. You know, so B. Arthur, mm-hmm. uh, Dorothy, uh, what did you think, Virgin, of his, uh, of our character? Oh, um, let's see. My first impression was, oh, she's a terrible person. maybe it's uh you know a little bit of a a background working with kids and whatnot but Mm -hmm. you know that early on uh description of being freaked out by some of the the students like a girl with a bald head (laughs) wow things have changed since the (laughs) 80s if that's what's was considered extreme (laughs) and the 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 real saving grace was <clears throat> that she used her her cynicism and um added a a nice splash of wit mm-hmm. so when she was mean it was kind of funny mm-hmm. and and i know that's the point the 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 fact that in in most I think uh, relationships, when you got people saying things as scathing as that to each other, some of those friendships might not last, but it does take a bit of understanding to know the person behind the character. And unfortunately, because I don't have uh, the years and years of experience or the the mindset of being in the 80s, um, it, it didn't work for me at first, but as I got accustomed to who she is, mm. I was like, okay, she's she's cracking wise and is actually pretty good with the retorts. Mm. Yes. And and be honest with you, Josh, as someone who's seen um, damn near everything, if not, I've probably seen every episode uh, multiple times. It's one of the funniest shows, like, Mm-hmm. I'm almost jealous uh, to be Josh because <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that show holds up probably some one of the best. Mm-hmm. Like you will die like, like this ain't this episode wasn't the greatest representation of what you'll get as the yeah. show goes on, but it's it's you you will die you will die laughing. Yeah. like I, there's times where you're like you're like gut busting. Yeah. On the- I, I have thoughts. I have feelings about what happened in this episode. So feel free to come at me at any time. Oh, I will. I will. I will for sure. Uh, okay. So Renee, um, uh-huh. uh, B. Arthur, uh, Dorothy, um, uh, in this episode, oh, oh, you're not Josh. Let me take that off the screen. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So, uh, um, how do you like how they uh, introduced her? And um, overall, what are your feelings about her character? Well, I mean, it, I guess it is harder because I've seen probably every episode a lot. So it's harder to to say my thought of who they are and the pilot because mm-hmm. I know their characters and I, you know, I know what they do and all that stuff. So, but mm-hmm. I think their character, like who they are, it just comes out at the beginning. But you learn more about it as you, you know, as you watch the show. So I, I, th- I mean, I think it was perfect. I was kind of the same like Josh. I just thought she was a mean teacher, a mean lady. <laughs> she was mean. <laughs> so, but but I like her sarcasm because I know I think I think I come off like that sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, was that mean? <laughs> but yeah, but I, I mean, and I like how I like her. Anytime something happens, like if Rose would say something stupid, the way that she like turns and looks at her, yeah, that's like the classic Dorothy stare. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, my, my one of my favorite parts in this is when um, when she's uh, when Dorothy's talking about how she looked in the mirror and she didn't like oh, who yes. she saw, and Rose goes, "Who was in the mirror?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I had me cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Olaf, uh, what about uh, Dorothy? Your thoughts no. on Dorothy? Well, it's like Dorothy's character in Over's Head. It's like uh, it was just they picked the perfect person mm-hmm. for that. Now you have to remember she has her catchphrase, the three most famous words that she speaks all the time. Shut up, Rose. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Rose. <laughs> yeah, you could turn that into a drinking game, and right? You'd be, you'd be just gone by the commercial, you know. Right. Oh, and oh, and the scene where uh, she wanted her to shut up, so she threw something and said, "Yeah, she's like, go, go, get, go, go get, get that, that up. <laughs> go pick that up, Rose. Like, shut up, and then shake that. Uh, like I said, they couldn't have picked a better person to mm-hmm. play Dorothy. Uh, you know, I mean, she's she's a big woman, and uh, you know, yeah. tall and stuff. So you know, she's a little on the scary side to start with. So. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like with the, when she's talking about, you know, I go into the classroom and, you know, there's two bald headed girls, teenage girls, <laughs> and then three of the guys had green hair, and, mm-hmm. you know, and I told them that they were too ugly to stay and had to leave, you know, <laughs> send them out of the room. And then I had to deal with a, uh, it's like a guy in a three piece suit who's defending mm-hmm. his bald headed daughter, Tiffany. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just it's, yeah. As as a school teacher, yeah, she make a pretty good one because she wouldn't take no, she wouldn't right. take no crap off nobody. <laughs> right. She probably be good uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, just like okay. in today's in today's school, she wouldn't last. Because she wouldn't last. They, they they don't put up with that stuff. It's too, yeah, it's true. too mean to the kids. Right. <laughs> You're you probably right. You can't tell them that kind of stuff today. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's just. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, love her character. Yeah, and uh, welcome to the show, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hey. Jen. Hi, Jen. And we're talking about the Golden Girls. Oh, were you talking about me? I know. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. I was. I mean, we got to have Jen. Well, oh, another another fun fact. 
Um, you know the show Sex in the City. They just did the uh, reboot or whatever or mm-hmm, revival, yeah. and they're the age that the Golden <laughs> Girls are right now. The actual <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. So. And so and and and, and uh, Sarah, what's her name? Sarah Jessica, uh, Parker. Jessica Parker. Parker. Yeah. She was doing a um a press run <laughs> to promote the 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 new revival of Sex in the City. And a reporter said, "Hey, do you guys do you know that you guys are the same age as the Golden Girls?" And the look on her face was like, "Like, yeah, I saw that." You know, like she wasn't. She didn't like. She didn't like that was brought up at all. So. It wasn't um, Estelle Getty. She was the youngest, I think. Even though she played the mom, I think she was the youngest one on the show. Yeah, I had always I think heard that. Uh, yeah. I always heard that she was the youngest. Um, How uh, she were did, they? Uh, she, mm. she was born in 23. So okay. uh, let's see. Let's see. Rue McClanahan. I'm putting their business. I thought they were saying she was the youngest, but maybe not. No, Rue McClanahan was born in 34. Okay. Okay. And Betty White was born in 22. So she's mm-hmm. older oh, so she's by a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the author was born in 22 as well. So, so yeah, uh, Haruma McClanahan was actually she was a lot younger than all of them. Yeah, yeah that was the same year. Same year my mom was born in 22. Oh, how old were they supposed to be in, on the show? On the you know show, the, no, you know they didn't really say how old they were. Well, um, yeah, I, they were they were teenagers, but they had a really hard life. <laughs> wow. A lot. A lot. Okay, the show I came out that. in 85. Hmm. The show came out in 85. So um that was uh um what what's that uh almost what 40 years now? ago? So yes. they were I guess they were in their sixties, something like yeah. that. Probably something, yeah. something to that effect. So uh reading that Let's see. In the Golden Girls, Rose is 55, Dorothy okay. is 53, okay. Blanche is 47, and Sophia is 79. Okay. Which is, oh, wow. uh, considering yeah. when they were actually born, yeah, kind of... <laughs> On point? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> she was only 47? Yeah. On this hard character? Wow. <clears throat> I know she seems so much older. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm like, damn, I'm almost her age. <laughs> <laughs> You're a golden boy. Yeah, right, right. Oh my god. Oh god. Yeah. Me, me I, I, I almost, I, I still almost remember that age. So. <laughs> wow. Oh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> wow. It, it's okay. A I, 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 all right. So. Uh, um, Jen, we're talking about B. Author, um, Dorothy. So we're kind of just breaking down each character. So she's the first one. So you came at the right time. Uh, so what did you think about how they established her character in this episode? And then overall, your thoughts of her character and what she brought to the cast? Uh, well, okay. First of all, I, I, full disclosure, I love the fact that there is the segue with B. Arthur from uh, the other show, which now I'm going to feel stupid for not knowing. Um, Maud, Maud, Maud. 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 Yeah. Thank you, Maud. thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, 
I, because I remember my parents used to watch that or it was mm -hmm. like on a rerun or something like that. And I, I didn't really uh, understand the show. But then when I watched Golden Girls, I actually really, <laughs> really appreciated. Yes. I, first of all, I love how strong she is. Secondly, I love her snark. Her snark is my mm -hmm. favorite. <laughs> there is a, that level of sarcasm is like, it's rare that you that you get a character that is lovable and yet drips with sarcasm. I super love that. And then the last thing is, I got to say, you know, just as a, a strong woman, um, they, they made her, they gave her soft edges, which mm -hmm. I really appreciated. And even in this first episode, you really saw a lot of vulnerability, which I think was such a nice uh, juxtaposition between how snarky and sometimes just like, you know, the nails come out, rawr, kind of feeling. But I loved that. So I really love, I really, really like this character. I really feel like B. Arthur was exactly the right choice for this character. Some of the other characters, maybe not, like maybe they could have been somebody else, but not this character. Mm -hmm. hmm. So um, our next character that we're, wait, did, did I get you, Tori? No. No. Oh, my bad, my bad, Tori. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Tori, what um, was your thought? Let's see. I mean, you guys kind of all said it all, like what I was thinking. Um, I like how tall she is because I'm tall. Uh, she's like my soul person because like yeah. we are, we're both snarky and we both like make offhanded comments <laughs> and stuff like that. I find myself in a lot of social situations doing the same thing. So, <laughs> or people don't get my humor, you know, like Rose doesn't get her humor at right. all. <laughs> tries to be she doesn't try to be nice and that's refreshing because some people try to be nice they're mean and you just can't help being mean you know can we can we just really briefly just uh have a moment even if it's just 10 seconds to truly appreciate b arthur's hair oh like, yeah i don't know who was doing her hair but damn that that was like a character all by itself <laughs> That's funny. Mm. No, that's a good one. Um, all right, so our next character, and we'll go back to Tori, uh, uh, comes from a town named after you, Olaf. Mm. Uh, uh, St. Olaf. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Rose. Uh, now, Betty White, didn't she pass away like what, only a few months ago, right? Yeah, yeah it's not been January. that long. Yeah. Yeah. January. Yeah, it was so it was sad. So sad. She was so close to a uh, hundred. Like I think she was like weeks away. Or something yeah, like that. a week or so. Yeah. Yeah. she was a week about a week away from her birthday. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So um, so uh, tell me what you thought about uh, Rose in this episode and and your overall thoughts, uh, Tori. Okay, so I think that Rose is the most unaware person that I've ever <laughs> met in my birth. Like I don't I don't know how gullible and naive a person has to be to be that way. But like she was raised 
Like, I want to know where she was raised. I want to go to that. St. Olaf. So, yeah, but Saint I want to go there. Yeah. I want to go there in the winter time. And see, you know? I know. <laughs> she's, she's such a breath of fresh air in this, in this series. You know, sometimes it gets a little, it gets a little hairy and she always mm -hmm. has a good comedy. And Betty White is such a comedian. She really mm -hmm. is. Like, she, uh, she exuded fun, funny, funny vibes. So mm -hmm. like she's such a she's so cute too. She's her hair, her hair is amazing. <laughs> it never moves. Like yeah. it's the same clock. <laughs> right. No, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, she's pretty awesome. Uh what about you, uh, Josh? Uh, what'd you think about the Rose character? Oh, and by the way, Jen, um this Josh is a uh, Golden Girls virgin. <laughs> this is his first episode that he's ever seen of Golden Girls. So wow! Uh, so we got a virgin in the house. So, all right, Virgin Josh, take it away. What do you think about Rose? <laughs> well, Rose is, of course, a very lovable character that everybody can get behind because she's a little daft, but a hundred percent loving. Right? Mm -hmm. She's still mourning, you know. Um, philosopher husband, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. and Alrighty. what what's not to like about Rose? E even the the moments where you're like, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> just just make you want to go. Oh, you need a hug, <laughs> you know? Yes, <laughs> but just from a perspective point of view. I, as you may have heard, have not watched the Golden Girls before, mm -hmm. <laughs> and my exposure to Betty White growing up was as Sue Ann Nivens. Mm. So mm. I was a hardcore town with a Mary Tyler Moore show. Right. And when you said that, you know, the idea of having, you know, uh, what was it, Blanche and Rose... Uh, the actors swapped uh, a little while ago. It it kind of made sense a little bit because, you know, Blanche is kind of a, a Sue Ann type. Right. Uh, from what I gathered in this one episode. But honestly, I, I think seeing seeing Betty White play this more affable, lovable character worked better for me than I would seeing her play um, mm -hmm. a Blanche type again. Yeah. So mm -hmm. everything about Betty White works, but of course it always has. So what's new? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Olaf, what do, tell me your thoughts on Rose. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I don't, like I said, that was she played the perfect part. I mean, that was that part was just written for her because to be that clueless on on most everything, everything. <laughs> and, and you know everything. Like, well, in Saint Olaf, you know, <laughs> going to that town, like you say, go to it's like the the once we go visit that town. That has got to be just Comedy Central. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, because you're like, oh, and so you know up, you did this or that, and you got this or that, and, uh, you know, just clueless. But, you know, just, uh, I guess her character to me is kind of, uh, 
you know, down to earth, you know, very real and, you know, just innocent and, you know, unspoiled by, uh, it's like by Florida, you know, she just kind of yeah. <laughs> still, still, pl- uh, still just goes along like she was raised. And, you know, like she wouldn't, now you were talking about like Dorothy's hair, how it's great. Um, Rose, now she was talking about, uh, you know, she talked about her husband, Charlie. Of course, he'd been, he is, he'd been gone for 15 years. Mm-hmm. But she said, I just like to talk to him, talk about him in the present sense, yeah. because it makes me, it makes it feel like he's closer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she made the comment that, you know, she would go to, when she would go to sleep, she'd wake up and her hair would be perfect. She said, you know, it's like Charlie would, it's like uh, when he would wake up in the morning, it looked like a murder scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's like, I, I really enjoyed her character. Well, I mean, all of them, but I mean, I really, I, I don't think they could have picked a better person. I don't think, even though I watched a lot of it, I don't think that if she had played Blanche, I don't think it would have gone over as well. Uh, I just, I just, I mean, try to say me trying. So I try to picture, um, us like Betty White as being, you know, as like uh, Rose being Betty and Betty, or no, I'm sorry, Rose being Blanche, <laughs> Blanche being Rose. If you switched them, I just don't think it would work mm-hmm. because it's, it's like I, like I said, I just enjoyed that show, always did and always will, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, and then, uh, Jen, um, uh, tell us what you your thoughts about Red Ooze. Okay, so first of all, a little bit of tiny trivia. So after Betty White died in uh, 2020, um, 2020, after after she died in 2022, <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to kill her off two years before. Um, she, hey, Facebook tried to. So. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the Cincinnati Zoo had or a botanical garden it's a zoo and botanical garden but they had this rose and they named the rose uh they 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 called this little rose um after her character rose um yeah and it was such a sweet story i wish i could remember the whole thing but it was such a sweet story because clearly this character has had such a profound impact not just betty white which i feel like yes everybody believed that she's a national treasure rightly so Mm -hmm. um but the character rose is so iconic so that you know when someone is acting clueless you say oh my god that's so rose like or (laughs) um you know stop being rose or whatever that i i feel like that is so uh that's such, it's so telling about how well she played that character because that was not Betty White. Mm-hmm. Betty White was smart as a whip and absolutely her wit was rapier sharp. I mean, mm, she was yes. really excellent at both understanding uh, all kinds of different things, but also being an effective communicator which is so interesting because uh, you know the character rose to me even though she is super clueless right and i mean sometimes just to the delight of my ever-loving soul um she also sometimes says things that make you go you did that (laughs) wait what 
and, and she delivers those lines with like this straight mm -hmm. face, which I, I can only imagine that if there is an archive of the Golden Girls outtakes, that they would have us in stitches yeah. because Rose herself, I guarantee that Betty White did not get through every single take without laughing at just the sheer volume of straight stuff that she had to say. So I, I really love Rose. I feel like she is an absolutely iconic character and hats off to Betty White for playing this for so long. Yeah. It's, that also has to be hard. Yes, yes, definitely. And uh, Renee. Um, yeah. She, I would yeah. say I'd love, I mean, I love all the characters, of course, and they're also different. But she's like a, a kid to me, um, you know, when I think of like my nieces and nephews when they were little, um, they say what comes out their mouth and not thinking that anything's wrong with it. So she's kind of like that to me. Like she just says whatever she thinks of and oh, then she'll point. look like what? <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I, I, I think I love that because of like my connection with my nieces and nephews. Like I just bust out laughing when they say whatever comes around. I'm like, why would you say that? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, yeah, I can't imagine anybody playing that role, you know, other than Betty White. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we'll, we'll, we'll get to the two other main characters, of course. But um, I, I want to um, talk about some aspects of the show, uh, of the, the pilot episode. <clears throat> I, I thought the pilot was a really good start to this world that they were introducing mm -hmm. us to. And I like the whole idea of how they put it pretty fast, like this idea that, um, you know, that they came, they moved in together, you know, for camaraderie. Also, it's expensive in Miami. I mean, it's really mm -hmm. expensive now. But um, so when she, when we thought that Blanche was getting married, um, you know, that the fear that they had of trying to find mm -hmm. another place and, and whatnot, you know, which was a real fear. You know, and this was based on the whole Golden Girls thing was based on a real phenomenon that was going on at that time of uh, older women who mm -hmm. maybe were widowed or um, or, you know, just single and coming living together and cohabitating. And so that was kind of where that that whole premise came from. And it's still it's probably it might be even bigger to this day now, yeah. now uh, of that happening. Uh, so. I thought that that was a really good starter, and the introduction of um, of those characters and kind of how they're going to be uh, they're going to go forward. Uh, so the plot the plot you know for those um, who are listening, uh, maybe we should run down the plot. The plot is you know. Our golden girls, they live together in this house that uh, Blanche owns and that uh, Blanche is going on a date and she just throws it out there that uh, her boyfriend or whatever, you know, or I guess you could say it was her boyfriend had proposed to him, to her and she hadn't answered and she wasn't sure what she was going to say and they were going out on this date. So there's this fear of, oh, if, if she... Mm -hmm. is getting married we're gonna have to find another place to live you know so it was like part of them was like you know i mean good for her but it's gonna suck for us you know <laughs> like mm -hmm. you know and uh 
so ultimately it turned out that the uh the guy that she was gonna marry was a bigamist <laughs> which was <laughs> that scene too where the and cop, convict too because oh, yeah. wanted right <laughs> but it was kind of that scene was kind of <laughs> kind of strange how the cop comes to the door and didn't he look like the black guy from police academy i thought it was him yeah the guy who makes all the sounds <laughs> yeah he was from, um, designing women wasn't he wasn't that what's that's the guy that's yeah. you you know what? And I actually been to that guy's house before. That is the guy from uh, from Designing uh, Designing Wind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. But I thought I, I thought he was Michael Winslow at first. Hmm. I was like, is he about to start making weird noises with his mouth? But, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, and then he, you know, he he, t- you know, it's almost like a, a police telegram where he's uh, you know. He's like, oh yeah, the guy you're gonna marry. Uh, like, who would who would show up and tell you that you get married to this guy? He just comes to your house to tell you. Yeah, and, bring, and brings you a note going. Um, <laughs> he sent you this note. It's like read this. Like, you know, okay. Well, 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 that's what, Cops you know. really don't do that. Like, they, uh, no. <laughs> you, you don't get to like. You don't even get to keep your numbers from your phone right like, <laughs> to remember all that shit. Like, like i was uh just as a side note i was watching talking about cops don't do that um uh, i was watching a movie called ambulance uh me and they saw it <laughs> and in the movie yeah. uh they're like gonna rob a bank and the getaway van breaks down <laughs> and a cop goes to the van and he actually helps helps him get it started i'm like what cop does that Get the car started. He like pulls up in the hood and he's like, all right, try this, try this. And I'm sitting there like, what land is this where mm-hmm. it's supposed to be LA? Well, it, it's okay. It's in St. Olaf. That's where that happens. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, okay, wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. I actually did have a cop that stopped and went to go get me gas when I ran out of gas what? on the side of the road. So <laughs> Okay. It does, yeah. <laughs> did, did he ask you for your number? Okay. <laughs> okay. That's something different. This was a guy. Uh, this this was definitely guys. the episode where I have to plead the fifth, like every single question. What the hell? Right. You're talking about something totally different. <laughs> yeah. In that case, yeah, they they might help you do a lot of stuff. Uh, they may help you if you got a, a kink in your neck. They might help you. Uh, that out. <laughs> to serve and protect. Right. Right. <laughs> right. With the emphasis on serving. Right? Uh, yeah, it's like serve and they serve the fifth from under the seat. You know, four on the four on the floor and the fifth under the seat. So right. serve right. and protect. Right. And I, then, I, I I apologize for being late, but did we talk about Sophia yet? Or no, oh, no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're okay. going to in a, in a second. I, I just yes. wanted to make sure I didn't miss out. Did yes, we did, and it. you, you, we did. You missed it too bad. So sad. Move on. <laughs> no, we haven't. We, we haven't talked okay. about Blanche or Sophia yet. Okay. But, but you know what's funny? You gave a great transition because uh, um, Sophia, whose house, I mean, uh, her wherever she was staying at, I think the it was retirement, a, home. retirement home. Retirement home. Yeah. Uh, Shady Pines was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> which, which is still like uh, a catchphrase, like, you know, yeah. we're gonna put you in shady pines. Yeah. Right. Josh is like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> but believe me, it was a thing. Uh, shady pines. <laughs> uh, um, you know, so, you know, um, Sophia, who's really the still 
of the show. Like, I mean, they're all like titans, right? These four women. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Sophia, she had some of the best lines. <laughs> She's Absolutely. just so hilarious. Right. And mm-hmm. her timing was so <laughs> remarkable. Like, she was just, she was always hitting winners left and right. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I guess we'll start off with you, Renee. Uh, let, mm-hmm. Let's go right into Sophia. Um, uh, talk about what you thought of how they introduced her into the show and also uh, her as a character overall. Well, I thought it was funny when I was watching it and when Blanche came from her room and, she, and then she was telling, I forgot, her boyfriend or whatever, whoever it was she was talking to and she said, oh yeah, her house burned down. I'm like, but she wasn't out there when they said that part. So I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I always like look for stuff like that when I watch shows and movies, but yeah, um, yeah, but I like when they how they told why she she says what she does. She says whatever because she had dementia and that's the part of her brain that didn't work right anymore or whatever. But I think it made me think of like when my grandmother had dementia and she would say whatever. <laughs> and like, it's time to go home now. So yeah, she would. But I I love I love her humor. I love you know everybody on there. It's kind of hard for me to say who's my favorite just because i love the show and yeah and for her to be the the older lady or the mom i just love that she would say she would she was like the mom of all of them to me right and um uh something else too josh doesn't know about and you can you don't get it from this Sorry, Josh, we're spoiling it. <laughs> is this show was literally the reason why i love cheesecake Cheesecake is like a cheesecake is a big thing on this show, Josh. Uh, yeah. uh, we didn't see it in this one, but it's, it's, funny. it's it a lot of cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and oddly enough, last week's show was the reason why I like coconut cream pie. So, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, but uh, hey, yeah. Kinte, you should come and write for movies and meals. Deep, perfect. Right. So, like, so Josh, just so you'll know. Josh, come off mute. Is every time when there's a tough situation mm-hmm. and they got to talk, they always crack out some. They crank out Go some like cheesecake, whipped cream, cake. and all that stuff. Yeah. So that seemed uh, like there were some references that were just like flying through my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, what's going on? Yeah, shady pines. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. back in Saint Olaf. Yeah. Uh, cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah. yeah, it's a bunch. It's a bunch of stuff. <laughs> um so uh so Josh since we got you uh what did you think about Sophia the mother uh may I read a quote sure from this episode go <clears throat> I never have that problem never I sleep like a log. <laughs> I never have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I go in the morning. Every morning I clock Unfortunately, I don't wake up until eight. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't just absolutely nail what timing is, right? (laughs) I because my first takeaway from when that conversation started was, you know, the other two were kind of tiptoeing around you know calling Mm -hmm. it what it is right Mm -hmm. and maybe it's because they didn't have a stroke that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. definitely uh, was a stroke yeah 
But <laughs> the the first thing that I thought was kind of funny was, oh, because of that, she's just talking about how she goes to the bathroom and goes pee, something <laughs> they're not saying. Mm-hmm. Because they're too ladylike, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> but but to be smacked upside the head with that punchline. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh God, that yeah. is funny. That, that's, that, that's exactly exactly it how it should be. <laughs> yeah. No, the no. the buildup, everything was so beautiful. <laughs> and then just the way she <laughs> delivered. The, the I don't I don't wake up until eight. Right. <laughs> that that from the pilot uh, sums up everything that I needed to know about her and <laughs> the the exact because I was a little off put you know at first you know uh, um, what she said that when when she went to the kitchen and then you know was talking about uh, their man servant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Fancy, it's like Fancy Mr. Man. Fancy Man. <laughs> Mr. Fancy Man. Thing, thing used in the pejorative of the, you know, occupation. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and then coming, you know, coming out and saying, "I like the petunia" or something like that. It's like, oh, that's that's eighties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then all the 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 Cuban jokes and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it also reminds me of, oh well, my grandmother. She's uh, she's also a little racist. <laughs> just a little, just a little. Okay, very. But we don't go into that. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? If this if this woman was my grandmother, I could tolerate her. I could really mm. tolerate her. <laughs> Maybe even love her. It's like, oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. All right, Tori, uh, tell us what your thoughts on. Um, her on her attitude is so great. It's like she has no bleeps given at all. <laughs> she just doesn't want, doesn't she just doesn't think about it. No filter. That's, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of like that a little bit. I, I say things, I don't think about it. And, uh, <laughs> she's very blunt and to the point so mm-hmm. she never diddly dallies with her with her with her uh punchlines <laughs> like they're always very like short and sweet and like that's just great <laughs> shady pines is such a funny <laughs> place like she's so scared of that place and it's so funny and uh i like how she, her relationship with dorothy too mm-hmm. i like i like how it shows Dorothy's soft side being with her, with the mother, you know, and uh, she's, she, you know, uh, has, she's a genuine personality. She is who she is and she's proud of that. And mm-hmm. I like that about her. Yeah. I like how she called, she said Blanche with what she was getting for ready for a date. So you dress like a prostitute, and Blanche was like, "Thank you." You know, looking like, yeah, oh, that's the look I'm going for. Is prostitute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Like nobody else could say that to Blanche, but she would say it. Yeah, <laughs> and it wouldn't matter. It's okay. Like, yeah, she has, yeah. She has diplomatic immunity right. or something. You know? <laughs> All right, Saint Olaf. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Talk about that, Sophia. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, when she first, it's like in, in this episode, when she first shows up, rings the doorbell, and the open door, it's like, it's like the home burned down. Okay. And she said, uh, and she goes in and she said, I need $67. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, $67 for what? It's like for the, for the cab fare. It's only a 15 minute drive, you know, and then Dorothy says, I'll go take care of this. She goes out there and then she's, you know, Sophia's talking with him in there and yeah. Dorothy comes back in and says, he said, you promised him a $67 tip. <laughs> no, I didn't. Six or seven. I didn't say 67. These people, if they're going to drive cabs, they need to learn how to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so her, yeah. her non-filter is yeah. just amazing. She says, mm -hmm. And then, you know, later on in the episode when uh, uh, Rose and Dorothy or Rose is out on out on the uh, lanai there and Sophia's laying in the chase lounge like she's asleep, <laughs> Dorothy, Dorothy comes out there, grabs a mirror, sticks it <laughs> under her nose. Yep. Still breathing. OK. Oh, and then and then they start talking and then she rolls over. She just kind of goes and says, it's like just starts talking and answers them or says something. I thought you were asleep. And then she, in that little evil little tone, it was like, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she just had, she had some of the best punch lines and the best punch because mm -hmm. she didn't care. There was no filter. She would say whatever she wanted to say. Right. So, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I know I say, I, I say, you know, I love all the characters. I, I love the characters. Again, they they couldn't have picked anybody better to do Sophia. I mean, I just the whole the whole cast. I just love the whole cast. They were great. All right, and Jen, I know you got a lot to say, so the floor is yours. <laughs> well, okay. So first of all, I heard. I don't know if this is true, but I heard that Sophia wasn't even supposed to be a regular on the show. Really? That, yeah. That the pilot, basically, the response to the pilot was they loved Sophia so much that they rewrote <laughs> some stuff so that she could be in it every single time. Cause she was only supposed to be kind of like a recurring character, oh, but yeah. uh, audiences loved her so much. Um, okay. So one thing I, I, I think the pilot does a pretty good job of this, but it's kind of an ongoing thing in golden girls with Sophia. <clears throat> Obviously she is the bomb, but she never acts like the matriarch. She always mm. acts like she is just one of the girls. Mm -hmm. And I kind of love that because it really gives you that sense of she's just a big little kid. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 but then there are also times when she uses her age in a sort of self deprecating, just phenomenal comic punch that makes you feel like i don't know she she doesn't just joke about her age she jokes mm -hmm. about the time she jokes about yes. how old other people are in relation to her or the best part is how young like you know she'll make references to who she went out with and who she <laughs> sometimes it's just so funny and and i i don't i i'm not trying to like make fun of old people because that i'm gonna be one probably faster than I think I'm going to be. But uh, there is something so endearing about seeing someone, like kind of Tori said, who just, they just have gotten to the point where they are, I, it's not that I don't care about you. It's that I just don't care. Mm 
<laughs> in the most loving possible way that there is. It's like, it's the best form of, uh, of nihilism that there is because it allows you to just say whatever you want to say in this super funny way that never apologizes for itself. I loved that about her. The other thing that I really loved about uh, Sophia is I loved that Sophia, despite the fact that she always seemed like she was at odds um, with everybody, but especially her daughter, um, that you always got the feeling that Sophia was absolutely one of the most loving people on the mm. planet in her in the capacity that she had right mm -hmm. never more never mm -hmm. less but just this is what i've got this is what i'm going to give to you mm -hmm. and I, I that is so unique I, so i really did love sophia a lot i i do i, I kind of disagree i do sort of think that you know this particular role although she did make it perfect I can see other people in this role. It's just she happens to have, like Kinte said, an excellence in comedic timing, which is mm -hmm. unparalleled. So that's my that's that's my take on Sophia. I also loved. Uh, didn't wasn't it? Didn't Sophia also say that that the cab driver charged her for? Being oh bilingual? yeah, bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that yeah. was great. Yeah. That was funny. That was funny. Bi bilingual fee. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. All right. So we're going to go back to you, Jen. And uh, let's talk. Give me your thoughts on Blanche, uh, Jen. Uh, you know, I have to say, uh, uh, okay. So every time we do one of these, I go back and I have to watch these again, right? Because I haven't seen them in years and years and years. This one, I have to say, I actually didn't like Blanche at first. I really didn't like her. I really thought that she was like, oh my God, how snobby can you possibly be? But, but, but if I'm being honest, the humor in her sort of being quasi stuck up is so perfect because mm -hmm. she balances out the sort of earthy, everything is kind of, you know, down here on this level. And Blanche is like the, the tattered princess and mm -hmm. uh, it just works so well also um shout out to like i said b arthur's hairdresser but also <laughs> shout out to blanche's costume designer <laughs> oh my god this woman mm -hmm. wore some cool clothes mm -hmm. uh, I want to wear those clothes. So, so <laughs> apparently I am actually getting much older because now I'm seeing myself in these clothes and going, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could rock that. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. And they and, and Blanche was, man, she was uh, had a active sex life <laughs> and an active uh, dating life. Yeah. Always, I yeah. swear, every episode, she always had some good <laughs> that she was messing with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, active that, is an understatement. Right. Right. Yeah, they, there was there was a word for that back when she was when this was started out. I mean, they I, they, they had a word for that. It was called tart. Yeah, she was a tart. I thought I thought it was hussy. I thought. Oh no 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 tart. Okay. Tart. And, and and that was one thing too uh, for Josh, a virgin friend, um, <laughs> is that the women they were older women, but they they dealt with them getting they was getting it. You know, uh, and uh, there was the the funny episode where 
the condoms. Remember, they were going to purchase condoms. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, see, Josh, you got to you, you got to do you got to binge watch, Josh. You got to binge watch. But you Josh. have to put Golden Girls. You can't say Josh, our virgin friend. You have to say Golden Girls, virgin friend. Golden Girls. Oh, say yeah. I'm sorry. He's a GG virgin. That's what it is. GG virgin. Okay, Josh has like seven kids, so I'm assuming he's not a virgin virgin. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know. You know, hey, you know what they say? No, it's like, uh, it's like, no, it's no pictures, no proof. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We um, got to see if he owns a turkey. We got to see if he owns a turkey baster. Poor job. guys. But, uh, let, 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 let's not go there. I mean, there's so. some things that we are not ready for prime time with. <laughs> hey, hey, it's watching the Golden Girls. It brings it up. <laughs> All right, so, Tor Tori, uh, yes. so uh, talk about your thoughts about Blanche. I love that she's a slut. <laughs> she's she's one of those yeah. women that she's just fancy and she talks with yeah. her hands and she's she's a girly girl, you mm. know. Like Dorothy is kind of a tomboyish. Mm -hmm. right. She always wears like pantsuits yeah. and everything. But but Blanche is definitely a girly girl, and she's yeah. and she's spoiled. She's spoiled and she's never had anything less. So she thinks that she, her, her idea of grandiosity is so big. Mm -hmm. Like she thinks she's the cat's meow. And that's why she has so many boyfriends because she needs that validation that she's hot. Mm -hmm. So like, that's why she always like, you know, has to have a new man, you know, and goes mm -hmm. through men like, She's a man eater. She really is. <laughs> and, and she's mourning the death of her uh, mm -hmm. husband. Yes. And, and um and somebody uh, said, I, I think it was Dorothy asked like but she said to Dorothy something to the effect like uh I wonder what um my my um dead husband I can't remember his name right now. I think hers is George. George, George right. George. Mm -hmm. And like and then uh, I wonder what he would think about, you know, me getting married or something to that effect. And then, uh, and then I think she, what is what was the reply? It was something like, uh, "No, I don't think he would like it, but he's dead, so it doesn't matter." Yeah, something like something that. Like right. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, if he was if he was living, if he's living, he probably wouldn't be too happy, but he's dead. So don't worry right. About it. right, right. That's it. That's it. That was the right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Olaf. Uh, what? So, um, <laughs> of all the Golden Girls, would uh, Blanche be the one you would uh, go out with? <laughs> Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I mean, you know, it's like you're almost guaranteed. To, it's like a a, a fun night. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sophia, my, we never know. Sophia. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, age age has its privileges too. So, like, <laughs> now you know Blanche being the Southern Belle that she is. Uh, that's a lot of, and you know, she, well, yeah, okay. I can't really go there because that didn't come up in the, in the, uh, in the pilot. It's like, but her being the Southern, um, yeah, it's Southern Bale. I do declare. Uh, I do declare. Yeah. I'm just like, so. I jumped ahead a few, a few, quite a few episodes about how, uh, where she was at. So, uh, but yeah, 
her it's like just always constantly i mean dressed to the nines you know and uh makeup and all that it's like yeah most times she like mm-hmm. sophia said you look like a prostitute uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah it, she said thanks i think she's like yeah. she did thanks <laughs> said, thank you now like, now olaf and uh josh you guys are both from the south uh do you guys do, do you guys ever use i do declare <laughs> Constantly, I do declare that that's just a, a a false statement. I never, ever. I mean, I do declare I never use that words. Those words, never. This conversation's giving me the vapors. <laughs> oh, something, something awful. The first like vapors. I just, you know, I just can't do this no more. I declare. I do declare. You know, you know, you know what's funny about that in particular is that she's the only one on the show that has any of that sort of affect, and it kind mm. of makes her like special inside mm-hmm. of special and, right. and i fully believe that that is exactly what they were going for they weren't just trying to make her um you know promiscuous and whatever they were actually trying to make her the special and mm. they totally succeeded mm-hmm. right. hmm. okay so josh uh blanche wow okay um, now of, wait of, of the cast with I had to ask the guys this. You, you got to ask him the same question. <laughs> would Blanche be the one you would go out with, or would it be Sophia or Dorothy or Rose? Or, or, or hey, you know what? I'm not going to judge. It could be the uh, manservant. So, fancy man. Fancy man. Yeah. <laughs> fancy is cool. <laughs> but out of the options that you've given me <laughs> i would say i would absolutely <laughs> it was rose oh okay. mm. right. there's no no question about it i I'd not uh i don't need promiscuity i don't need to be insulted constantly <laughs> and i don't need my significant other to conveniently forget where they are so while a little bit on the uh, maybe naive side I think Rose would just be more fun to spend time with because I wouldn't want to um, you know uh, jump off a bridge afterwards (laughs) my guess is she could drink you under the table yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Um, Betty White, when um Obama was running for president, mm-hmm. she was on a talk show and uh she was saying they said, you know, they say that um Obama doesn't have enough experience, you know, to become president. And he's and then she, her response was uh oh he doesn't have enough experience. I'll give him some experience. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's the funny thing. It's like in a lot of the interviews and stuff and mm-hmm. you know, different shows and things that Betty White was on, you know, she was a bit of she was a bit of a character on there. Oh, you know, yeah. It's like a little little mm-hmm. bit of a 
of a flirt and stuff. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, okay. So, uh, so, uh, Josh Blanche, uh, your thoughts about Blanche? I gotta say, throughout this first episode, they gave me nothing to hold on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the longest time, there was just there was just nothing to cling myself to, because she's introduced and then she's in possibly going to be engaged. Well, you know she hasn't decided if she's going to say yes, and then the crisis hits everybody else. So uh, they're wondering where they're going to live, and when the mm-hmm. the issue gets brought up, she says, "You know, you could stay here, you know, until you find a place." And it's like. Ah, that's yeah. not that's no I don't like that at all mm-hmm. but once everything happens and it finds out that the guy that you know she's supposed to be engaged to is a bigamist you at least get some sort of emotional arc to mm-hmm. hold on to something, something that at least makes you feel some sympathy and the the performance of that i thought was was pretty good mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. by the end of it while i didn't think she was the most sympathetic character there it did make me want to see just how how she'll grow as time went on you know as as there were more episodes because at this point, just for one episode, I think uh, this is the character that probably needs the most growth. Mm, okay. And then perfect segue into Renee, who will close this out. Is it? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> your thoughts on on Blanche in this episode. And then give him a little, a little taste of uh, the growth that her character you know, going forward. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I thought, um, I think kind of at first I was like, like they call her a whore, a slut, whatever. Right. I was like, okay. But then when she says, you know, when she's getting engaged and they're like, but you've known her for a week or whatever. And she's like, but at my age, who wants to be engaged for a long time? So right, I right. think it, it's kind of, I guess, true to when you get older, you don't know how much time you have left. So you're like, well, what am I waiting for? So I kind of like that part about her character. Um, even though she, you know, has a lot of men or whatever partners mm-hmm. or whatever, but she's still like, well, I'm not dead yet. And I'm, you know, I do want to enjoy life while I'm here. So, so I do like that about it, but she sticks to her character, you know, as the show goes, I can say, but, um, she, I think she comes off as more caring and loving as the show goes on, especially because they're together and they're older and single. So, so yeah. Yes. Renee, right. do you have an announcement mm-hmm. that you want to make? Me? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you're not getting any younger, so. Hey, even even a baby, even a baby, even a baby's not getting any younger. Uh, I was just asking, you know. I I actually am getting younger. Okay, Benjamin 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 Button. (laughs) Call it what you want, but I'm gonna live forever. (laughs) Josh is actually actually engaged to himself right now. Yeah, if it was a perfect age, I totally agree, Josh. Good job. All right, so um, 
Uh, one last thing, I want to run through this so we can uh, put a bow on this. Um, we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with you, Renee. How do you yes. feel like uh, watching it now? How do you feel like the show is hold, held up? Oh, it always holds up, and like I said, I've seen every episode. I I knew what they were going to say and what was going to happen, so I could you know every episode that comes on. I know all the lines and and I still laugh even though I know how each episode goes. So I, I can watch this forever, no right. matter what. And even though you know you're having a bad day or something, if you watch Golden Girls, you'll you won't have a bad day anymore. <laughs> right. And you know, I mean, Josh, you're a you know, you're a father. And I have to really call you out. <laughs> That's like neg- ne- negligence that you haven't shown your, your daughters. Golden Girls. What's wrong with you, Josh? What's wrong with you, Josh? Self-loathing. I haven't shown it to myself either. I, I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm a caught in people. <laughs> Call the hotline. You're gonna kick in your door. That's what you're supposed to do. That as a parent, you're supposed to show them the Golden Girls. That's in the handbook. You didn't get the handbook. Oh my had, goodness! When they gave you the handbook, yeah. When they when they put that first baby in your hands, you didn't get the handbook. You get the mother manual. You know. Get a few Golden Girls DVDs in the basket with some diapers. Yeah. Right. And, Jamie, a bottle, and a bottle of bourbon. Jamie, Jen, Jen, you're a mother, Jen, right? Yes. Please tell me you exposed your kids to the Golden Girls. Well, in our basket was like old episodes of MacGyver, so (laughs) actually, actually, you know what? Okay, wait, wait. All seriousness, we uh, because somebody was rerunning this forever. I, I don't know if it was Nick at Night or what it was, but we used to make a ritual of watching the Golden Girls and. while some of the humor is a little bit dated, I mean, yeah, no, some stuff just kind of makes you cringe a little. Most Mm -hmm. of it is just still so funny. There is nothing pretty much that they say that doesn't make you either laugh because it's cringeworthy and really laugh Mm -hmm. or laugh because the comedic timing between all of these women was just on Point every single episode. My kids loved this show. I mean, really loved it. I think this show held up so well. And there's nothing here that is like a bad message to send to people. Like mm-hmm. the, the the messages are so when they're not, you know, super over the top silly, they're so wholesome. Mm-hmm. I, I can only I can only hope that when I get to be uh Estelle Getty's pretend age um, (laughs) that my kids treat me as poorly as they treated her. It's such a good time because I'm sure it'll be great. You know what? I will share my cheesecake with you, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, Renee as well. No cheesecake for Josh. Listen, by the, time, so, by the time that we all get to be that age, we better buy stock in a cheesecake uh, company. Yeah. Because yes. we're going to be needing a lot. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So let me, uh, Olaf, you're a father. Please tell me you exposed your kids to uh, to uh, Golden Girls. Um, I think so. Okay. I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm a check. I'm a check. I'm uh, seeing those people. I think I think they watched it. I'm I'm not sure. I was working most of the time, so it's like I wasn't home 
a lot, you know, until after like dinner. Um, I can't, I don't really remember if, if, uh, if, I, if we watched that together or not. That were that were that were that were many years that were many years ago, dude. <laughs> you know what though? I'm a, I'm gonna hold the cheesecake. I'm gonna hold the cheesecake, and we'll we'll wait to see if you get the, if you get a slice. Oh man! All right. All right. So Tori. Yes. All right. So do you get say cheesecake? yes? Say yes. Say you did it. Did you get cheesecake? Did you expose your kids to Golden Girl? Well, my daughter is not old enough to really get it yet. Mm. She's not. It doesn't matter. So, doesn't so, matter. No cheesecake. Doesn't no matter. Doesn't no matter. cheesecake. Okay. Doesn't well, matter. I will have a Golden too. Girls marathon with her as okay. soon as she, as soon as she comes of age. <laughs> it, 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 look, it'll, it doesn't it'll matter. It'll blossom her into the woman, into the wonderful <laughs> of womanhood. You know? Look, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to share with them when they're in the womb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So, let's start off with uh, the ladies. Uh, we'll start off with you, Renee. How can we get you in social media and all that good, wonderful? Um, my pencil stuff. writes at wordpress.com or Instagram. My pencil, S Y L, writes. So, yeah, that's me. And, Wait a minute. Wait, is that uh-huh. different? Is there a difference? Oh, yeah, the Instagram, I'm sorry. It is S-Y-L instead of C-I-L. But, yeah, oh, okay. it's okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you can find me either way. Okay. <laughs> all right. Me. All right, all right, all right. Um, Jen, say quoi? How can yeah, I get you? <laughs> well, you can't really find me anywhere, actually. But you can go to my blog and check out my movies and meals and... There's a giant picture of me with a huge Nazgul in the background. So <laughs> head on over to moviesandmeals.com and you can see me there. All right. All right. And uh, Tori, you can talk uh, to Tori. You, you can get me on the movie Potluck with Jen every Thursday and uh, at 830 Eastern. It's so much fun. We talk about movies and, and stuff like that. And then we pair it with food. It's so much fun. And then I also have my podcast called The Infectious Geek every Friday night at 9 o'clock. And you can catch that on YouTube or my Facebook page. It goes live, so you can go there, too. And then uh, my Instagram, at Rush Tori. All right. Have you ever done a show on gaming, Tori? Yeah. Uh, yes. But I really want to do another one. Like, I want to revamp it. All right. I want to be on that one. Okay. All right. Uh, board gaming. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> this week, yeah. this week wow. is going to be uh, a old school video game. So, oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we got to definitely cool. check it out. Uh, Olaf. Uh, yeah. You know, I was going to try to rhyme something with Olaf, but I, <laughs> I couldn't think of it. Olaf, get the go, get the go, Olaf. So, how can we get you? Well, you can follow me on Facebook at Olaf Barbosa, but as I always say, don't follow too close because I do get nervous <laughs> and I do have an itchy trigger finger. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, oops, you're not mosaic stuff. Uh, all right, and last, but yeah, he's last. Sad clown, Joshua. How can we get you? 
Well, you can always follow me on Twitter at Skid Comics. Stay tuned uh, this Friday for the podcast. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific over at the Wadcast Facebook page, as well as uh, Wadco Media's Facebook page. But if you just want convenient links to everything, I can say it now. Wadcomedia.com is up and running. Looks beautiful. Yay! Looks beautiful, man. I'm Very no web proud. designer, but I do what I can. That's <laughs> <and that's> beautiful. <laughs> and and uh, what's what's a Friday show going to be about? Friday show is going well. You know how when a lot of people talk about movies that are coming out, it's oh, it's another sequel or <laughs> it's another adaption, it's a remake. Well, we have talked about the reasoning why studios make these decisions, but uh, this Friday we're going to take a look at the creative side about why sequels, reboots, and remakes could actually be a good thing. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Oh wow! I see how you stretch that one. Uh, so yeah, okay. Josh, you need to see me after the podcast so that we can talk about how to pronounce the word adaptation. Oh, you got All to right. stay after school. And you can, oh, and you can get me at Kente Ferguson on Instagram, Kente F on uh, Twitter. And of course, the website is theindyradio.com. That's theindyradio.com. Oh, All I'm right. on that. I'm on that too. So, yes, yes, yeah. you are. And Woo. stay tuned if you're watching live. Uh, we will be uh, covering the uh, pilot episode of Twin Peaks. And next week, we will be doing the uh, pilot episode of Married with Children and oh. also the pilot episode oh, yeah. of The X-Files. Yes. So, <laughs> so, yes. So with that said, uh, we'll see you in just a few. God bless. Bye. Thanks for watching. Bye.